When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Bobcat Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is Cat Chat with Danny Sprinkle and Trisha Benford. Brought to you by Bridger Brewing, the official home of basketball Cat Chat. Case IH. Get in the red zone with Case IH. Visit CaseIH.com slash Bobcats. State Farm. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Montana State University. Mountains and Mines. Town Pump Food Stores, proud sponsor of the Brawl of the Wild Series. And by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. This is Cat Chat. Now, here's your host, Zach Mackey. Thanks so much for joining us here for another edition of Cat Chat. Here from Bridger Brewing, I'm your host, Zach Mackey. Pleased, as always, to be joined by the head coach of the Montana State women's team, Coach Trisha Benford, as well as the head coach of the Montana State men's basketball team, Coach Danny Sprinkle. We'll talk into the previous couple of games for both these teams last week, both teams in action against Weber State, and then look ahead to what is coming up here with a pair of games against Eastern Washington this coming week. Two games, uh, one on Thursday, one on Saturday, of course, with the men tipping off at 5 o'clock and then the women at 7 o'clock. Both those tips are going to be at noon on Saturday. Thursday, at least, you're going to be able to see both those games. You could start with the men 
and flip it over to the women then uh, on our radio affiliates across the state. We'll start up with a half-hour pregame show on the men's side and a 15-minute pregame show on the women's side as well. Women are uh, ha- coming off a couple of real impressive wins when you look against Weber State and uh, uh, a couple of real great offensive days for the Montana State women's team. But uh, first off, Coach, how's it going? Going great, Zach. How are you? Good. A couple of nice wins uh, over the weekend against Weber State. Had to be pleased with that. Yeah, just a lot of team effort. Everybody got in. Everybody got some great minutes. And, uh, you know, when you get some stops and get rolling on the offensive end, hitting a couple threes, it opens up and gets a little looser. Yeah, no kidding. The, the Bobcat women sit 11-5 and five overall. They're 8-2 and two with the big sky right now. Uh, they, they played a couple of games last week, like we said, a 102-53 to victory over Weber State. And they turned it around with another victory, 84-57 to over the Wildcats. And, uh, Coach, we got to start that Thursday game. You get 102 points offensively. I mean, you had to be pleased with the way your offense was working. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was... It was uh, one of the most relaxed fourth quarters I got to have. Uh, it was kind of a nice week when you, you really got to look at stat sheets on who to get out uh, just from a minute standpoint and keeping everybody fresh. And But just really shared the ball. I think the kids are uh, really moving the ball right now very well. It's not getting stuck. It's not getting stalled. And uh, just finding the right open player and building a lot of trust on uh, just getting the right and great shot for the team. I think that uh, we've turned the corner there. A basketball coach can never really feel positive or, or feel like they can let back at all but you had to feel a little bit better there in that fourth quarter and and that like you said the second half I mean when things are just clicking you can just kind of feel like things continue to roll on their own yeah I really thought uh, as well as we shot the ball offensively everything just really got started again on the defensive end we got a lot of steals uh, got a lot of things going in the uh, in the open court and even building off that into the Saturday game we didn't uh, get the the same point production but we're really getting out and transitioning better uh, getting the ball out earlier getting uh, uh, the ball advanced a little bit quicker and I think that's playing to some of the strengths of our depth and our legs right now and uh, those third quarters Quarters have become a very good quarter for us. This is the second time now that we've talked with you, and we've heard that whenever the uh, whenever the offense gets going and gets clicking, it somehow it it translates over to the defensive side of the ball too. How is that? Well, it's just kind of a momentum deal, right? So you got to create your energy, and uh, you know when you get that stop, you get that steal, you get an energy boost, you hit a three, uh, you hit a second three, and all of a sudden it just th- the rim feels a little bit bigger for everybody. You know, just kind of it's a little bit contagious, and that can be on the on the other thing as well. You've everybody's seen that game where everybody's missing free throws or everybody's making free throws, yeah. so you've got to be that kid that's uh, being contagious in a positive way. A couple of real nice games, like you said, big wins over Weber State. One thing that a, a win like 102 to, to 53 does it lets you go deeper into that bench you had 12 players that scored in that game on Thursday that had to be pleasing too to be able to get to be able to go so deep into that bench well what was really unusual not only going so deep into the bench but uh, we had two starters both Darian and Tori didn't play a fourth quarter the whole weekend and mm-hmm. you know you're looking at player of the week coming coming in and I'm like I think Darian was averaging 16 17 points with just three quarters of play so we had some pretty phenomenal weekends by some kids with some stat sheets I thought Ashley Van Sickle had one of her best weeks she's had so far since she's come back from injury and kids like that getting uh, in, a, in a little bit of a more rhythm and a groove uh, can really help your confidence and I thought that the team just got a lot of confidence in, in each other and it was a lot of fun yeah no kidding a 102 53 game on Thursday will uh, give a boost to the confidence uh, coach you, you started off with 
a, a huge run at the beginning in that Thursday game. Your teams have been known to do that. You looked to last year, look even a couple of times this year. How how do you get them set up? Get them mentally ready to hey, we got to go on the court, and you know it's obviously a huge advantage if you can go on a ten zero run to start the game. It kind of sets that tone right away. Yeah, it. Uh, everybody's just trying to get a feel for each other, right? So that's where I think great defensive teams. Uh, uh, that very first possession, just making sure that uh, you're forcing teams to get get what they earn. And anytime you give somebody a rhythm look, that next one's going to feel that much easier. So uh, I think everything really starts with just great defensive stands, great defensive stops, not having those mistakes. So keeping teams a little bit tight for a little bit longer, longer. But if you can get some things on that defensive end started, now you're getting some some free ones, some easier ones early with those looks, and that's where the offensive flow starts getting getting rolling. But uh, like I said, our defense, uh, I thought, really was uh, uh, set the tone the right way there. We got a lot of steals early on. They were trying to go through the post play. We knew that they were going to try to go through. Uh, they had some tremendous size there. But uh, once we got out and running and uh, finding open players, that ball got moving, and uh, it just it came a little bit easier that second time. Well, we know you've got a ton of shooters on this TV head. One thing that jumped off the um, the box score at the end of the game, you had 15 three-pointers in that game. I mean, you just got a bundle of, of shooters that you could throw out there. Well, the difference with this weekend versus the very first game I think we played where it was some, something similar in North Dakota, uh, when, we, when we hosted them, we might have had 15 or 17 threes. The difference uh, with this weekend was everybody touched the ball. So, you know, we, we've been uh, from day one, uh, we knew we had a very good shooting team. We signed a lot of great shooters, uh, but what we weren't getting in part of that preseason was the interior piece of that play. And right now the, the ball is touching a lot of people's hands. It's not just uh, going five seconds and the ball is up. I think of making teams guard you, knowing what the right shot is. Uh, at times we're still a little bit youthful, but I, I think uh, overall this was a really good weekend for us as far as getting the ball, touching a lot of different hands and taking the right shot for the team. And if that three ball is the shot, then we'll certainly take that. Uh, we're very confident in the three ball, but you'd also don't want to rely on just the three ball. You also want to have that inside presence. And I thought they did a great job of sharing the ball. We're here at Bridger Brewing with Coach Trisha Binford for Catch Out. We record here from Bridger Brewing each and every Tuesday at noon, and it airs throughout the night on the Bobcat Radio Network. It was a 102-53 victory. We've been talking about on Thursday, backed up by another 84-57 victory for the Bobcat women. And, Coach, you know, obviously it's great to win a game by by 49 points, 102-53, to but it's also got to be something where – okay, now you got to keep everyone in check that, yeah, we just won this game big, but we've got the same opponent coming in again on Saturday. How do you get them fired up and get them with that same mindset for the second game after you just had a 49-point victory? Well, I'll tell you this. I'm not perfect at it yet, Zach. Uh, I would say uh, Saturdays have been our most difficult uh, game for the week. We've had very good, consistent Thursday games since the start of conference, and uh, those Saturday games have been hard to come by for us. Uh, the best Saturday or complete weekend we we had was northern arizona and i would say montana saturday game was difficult this saturday game was difficult so we still need some improvement there i think uh, part of it is uh, teams adjust to you they they make their changes and there's so, some some energy and some motivation when you're when you're the team that didn't have success on that thursday so we've got to be unsatisfied we've got to come into that saturday game like we were we were on the other end of that uh, so we can repeat and do that well we did enough um to get the victory, but we also want to duplicate and, and have that fiery en- energy uh, to, to be great on Saturday. So we're still a work in progress trying to figure that out. It was that Saturday game, a, a close one through the first half, and then you go into halftime, you come out, go on a nice run to the second half, get the lead and kind of hold on to it that second half. 
What was the message? What did you talk about at halftime to kind of flip that switch and, and really get things rolling, it seemed like, even more so in the second half? Well, really, it's the grind of getting stops on the defensive end. You know, we uh, we had some quarters slip away. You know, we're, traditionally, we're trying to keep teams under 16 points per quarter. And if you have a quarter where you're giving up 19-21, then you're just not locked in and you're just trading baskets. And that certainly doesn't want to – we don't want that to be our style. So it's a matter of regrouping and locking in of what you need to excel at, what you need to communicate. And, and for us, it was just uh, – a little bit flatter on the on this on the Saturday to be to, to be quite honest on the start and they made obviously a great run they they responded the right way we were state dig it they came out um, uh, really aggressive and, uh, and we weren't ready for it so it was more regrouping and just re- reminding of uh, who we are and what our identity is. Coach, you've uh, swept a, a couple of teams in a row now. Got a nice little winning streak put together here right, as we enter. Uh, February into the middle of the month of February, you got to like where your team sits right now, playing better basketball than where they started. Obviously, the goal each year to continue to improve, and we've seen that with the women's squad for sure. Well, we've definitely been progressing in the areas that we wanted to get better at. Uh, when we finished the preseason, uh, two of the two of the biggest concerns was post defense and rebounding, and uh, our rebounding margin has uh, vastly improved. We we've been just trying to lock in on chipping away up the Big Sky standings. There, you're not, obviously not going to go from last place and rebounding to first in one week with uh, statistically speaking but if we could chip away and just show improvement in those areas our post defenses certainly uh, turn the corner we're definitely getting a lot more um, uh, wins in the rebound column than the losses I think we're in the positive now so those have been some major improvements for us and also the third identity was uh, how we were going to get our post play involved and so those things are are gradually coming there's some areas that uh, I feel we're excelling at right now. We've got to make sure those things stay stay on board statistically for us. And one of those is we lead the big sky in steals. And the difference with the Thursday game versus the Saturday game is the possession count was really pretty similar with both us and Weber State, whereas we dominate the possessions on the Thursday game with the turnovers. So we've got to be forcing mistakes on our opponents for us to get out and run and do what we want to do, but certainly showing some great prog- progression that we want to be hitting at this time of year. Well, I had two more wins for the women on Thursday and Saturday last week, 102-53 to over Weber State and then an 84-57 victory Another one over Weber State here at home. We'll talk with Coach Trisha Benford about the upcoming matchups against uh, Eastern Washington when we come back. As you're listening to Catch Up from Learfield IMG College. Montana Cash from the Montana Lottery is already one of Montana's most loved games. And it's about to get even better with even bigger jackpots. For just a dollar more, you can choose to upgrade your Montana Cash purchase with the new Progressive Max Cash feature. This means you have the chance to win a second jackpot that's constantly growing. That's two jackpots with one ticket. Go big. Go max cash. Montana Lottery. Winners happen. Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Check out their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories at their North 7th Avenue location or online at shop.msubobcats.com. Universal Athletic, a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Visit them online at shop.msubobcats.com or come into their store at North 7th Avenue. Go Bobcats! 
Hey, Bobcat fans. If you're planning a building project, Builders First Source can help. If you're building a garage, a shed, a pole, a barn, or even an entire home, Builders First Source can assist with the design materials, delivery, and so much more. No project is too big or too small. Builders First Source expertise can transform your vision into a dream come true. Builders First Source is a leading supplier of professional-grade building materials and a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. Find one of 10 Montana locations at buildersfirstsource.com. And go Bobcats! With friendly customer service and an outstanding location near Montana State University in the base of the Bridger Mountain Range, Country Inn & Suites by Radisson is the perfect place to begin your Bozeman adventure. Country Inn & Suites offers a hot and delicious Be Our Guest breakfast buffet each morning. Free Wi-Fi is available throughout the property, and we have a business center and meeting rooms. Our indoor pool and hot tub is a great way to relax after a day of fun, and the on-site fitness center will keep your workout goals on track. We have spacious King and Double Queen Suites with a full-size sleeper sofa available, and every room in Country Inn & Suites is smoke-free. Reserve your room today. Prepare for the unexpected with online and mobile banking from Stockman Bank. Deposit checks, pay bills, check balances, transfer funds, or turn your debit card on or off. You can also add outside accounts, build a budget, and track spending. Bank from home or your phone, anytime, anywhere. It's easy and secure. Enroll today at StockmanBank.com. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Member FDIC. At Montana State University, students shape signature experiences that take them across the state and into local communities. MSU is dedicated to its land-grant mission, integrating transformational learning, discovery, and service that improves lives. You'll find our students teaching across Montana, conducting research in the heart of Yellowstone National Park, or even creating small shelter prototypes to address homelessness. Montana State University. Think outside. At Black Butte Copper, we're passionate about breathing life into our rural communities. Our underground modern mining project will create much-needed economic opportunity and tax dollars. More importantly, we're excited to give Montanans from all walks of life a chance to live and work in the state we love. Black Butte Copper, providing economic opportunity while protecting our environment. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 406-547-3466 or visit blackbuttecopper.com. We welcome you back in to Cat Chat here from Bridger Brewing. We're joined with Coach Tricia Binford after a pair of victories for the Bobcat women. Danny Sprinkle's going to be joining us in the second half of the show as well. He's over at practice and going to be running across. Bridger Brewing is the official home of the Bobcat Brown Ale and Basketball Cat Chat. A weekly Bobcat fan get-together, Bridger Brewing has great local beer and food special for all Bobcat fans. Make sure you're at our Coach's Radio Show every Tuesday at noon. Thorough sanitation measures and all COVID protocols are being followed by the Bridger Brewing staff. Uh, Coach Trisha Binford joining us. Is, uh, their squad is 11-5 uh, overall, 8-2 with the Big Sky, with a pair of games against Eastern Washington this coming weekend, uh, hit in the road. 6-11 overall, 5-7 at the Big Sky is Eastern Washington. And uh, we were just talking, it feels like uh, you've been at home a lot. It's got to be a little bit different now to be hitting the road for a little bit where you guys spend a lot of the month of February. Yeah, for sure. It feels uh, it's going to be more like the preseason. We felt uh, ourselves on the on the road a lot for the preseason schedule. But uh, our kids love bus trips, so we'll, we'll get on the bus tomorrow and get practice in. And uh, uh, fortunately, staying in the one place is, is kind of nice from a travel standpoint yeah. of just uh, – getting the same opponent there and uh 
you know, we'll have our hands full like always. Uh, Wendy Schuler's been doing this a long time. She always has her teams ready to roll. I, I feel like they got a lot of scorers on their team. There's a, some similarities to Northern Arizona with uh, four kids in double digits. So we're going to have to do a great job on the defensive end and being in place. Coach, you've uh, had a couple of days to get ready. You kind of gave us a little bit of a synopsis, but uh, you're obviously putting the game plan right now, today, tomorrow, and, and getting ready for that game on Thursday. What's the scouting report look like when you look at it from a broad spectrum here on Eastern Washington? Yeah, they're uh, defensively, they do some things very similar to us. You know, I think both uh, make it difficult to go through the post play. They're going to front a lot. They're going to uh, cause a, a force a lot of turnovers. So I think this game is going to come down to who can take better care of the basketball, to be quite honest. We're number one in steals. They're third in steals. Um, pretty, pretty aggressive defensively they are. And uh, I think uh, a key for us is our, our post play. I think uh, Eastern plays a lot of guards. So they're kind of interchangeable. Their guard play that can post up, go inside out. They shoot the three ball very well. And, and uh, you know, we're going to have to have some contested shots. I think they're going to hit some threes, but we can't give them both. We can't give up threes and penetration. And we just got to build that wall great and uh, really, really take advantage of the depth of our post play. I think that's uh, something that's a little bit different. Coach, you talked about wanting to get better and wanting to be towards the top of the steals category. Your team is right now. Eastern Washington, like you said, up there towards the top. How do you teach that? How do you teach someone to become, uh, you know, better at taking the ball away, being aggressive right there? How is that taught? Uh, you sign kids that are urgent and really good defenders. That guy, you <laughs> that sign works. a Darian White, you <laughs> sign a Maddie Jackson, uh, a Caitlin Lamardo. Um, I think it just it, it's a culture of urgent kids that make other kids play at a little bit faster pace. And we got a lot of aggressive players that came in loving to play defense, and they also came into a program that won uh, Big Sky Championships with great defense. So that's your number one. Obviously, as a coaching staff, we have to emphasize it. We've got to demand it uh, to get kids' attention, to be wanting to, to have fun on that end of the floor. Our team is really having a great time. And we also want to reward uh, them to take chances. I think sometimes as coaches, we make the mistake of, you know, kids out of position and she goes for something. And then all of a sudden she's hesitant uh, to be ing- aggressive on the next play. So you got to be willing to take some, some of those mistakes on the table to get them to play uh, aggressive on that end of the floor and you just drill it over and over again. So it's interesting when you look at different practice plans. Ours is probably even with the offense and defense. A lot of coaches might spend more time on the defensive end or the offensive end. Uh, but uh, it's definitely a built habit. But uh, also, I think uh, you go sign those kids that uh, love to love to play that end of the floor. How about uh, one of those guards that they're going to start out there who's uh, been towards the top in this league? Uh, Macy Burnham uh, scores in double figures. She did in the last two games 12 straight times now. She's been able to do that. She's a mainstay in this uh, program for Eastern Washington. How do you stop someone like that? Uh, well, you, you defend her as a team. Uh, there are certain kids that you define as a, a red jersey, and what that means is everybody needs to be alert when she's got the ball in her hands. It's a kid that's attack-minded. Every time she catches, she's looking to score. She's going to look to do something with it of uh, attacking the paint, whether it's facing up from the perimeter, the elbow, or the block. And for us, if we're on the strong side, that's a, that's a, a red jersey target for us means that we get to attack that off ball and uh, try to uh, force her to do something different uh, or force her to make a rush decision and try to eliminate, eliminate some of those easy touches in those primary areas. You know, we've got a, a conversation. We always talk to our kids, primary actions that opponents like to, to like to do. We try to take the, as many of those off the board as possible, give them in, get them into those secondary actions. But she's somebody that the entire team needs to be involved in. 
coaches, you have put an emphasis on rebounding, trying to get better and better in that stat category. We talked about Eastern Washington, a guard-heavy lineup. They, for the most part, have struggled. They were out-rebounded 45 to uh, 25 uh, in their previous contest. Is that an area you think that you can uh, take advantage of? Well, we definitely need to. You know, when you come down to possessions, one of the things that we've uh, had success with in these last three weeks is the fact that we're winning possession battles, whether that's us taking care of the basketball. We're number one in the big sky right now, and it's just a turnover um, as far as our ability to take care of it and force mistakes on our opponents. So we need to win that battle with Eastern to start because uh, Eastern also is very good at forcing mistakes by opponents. But number two is we have climbed up in the rebounding piece. Uh, that was a piece that probably both of us were pretty vulnerable early in the conference, and I feel like we're getting better there, and, and that's another area that you can get some possessions back. So I think some of the size are fresh legs. Uh, this is a team, Eastern Washington has three kids that play over 30-plus 30, 30 minutes per game. And we haven't had anybody get close to that yet. So I think our, our fresh legs uh, really have to keep this multiple possession. And that's where some of the relentless crashing and the pursuits were going to get you some of those extra shots. The Montana State women's basketball team, 11-5 overall. They're 8-2 with the big sky right now with a game at 7 o'clock on Thursday and then a new tip-off on Saturday against Eastern Washington. Both those games going to be on the road there in Cheney, Washington. Coach, we talked about your teams uh, has continued to get better and better this year from the beginning to the end. A young squad, obviously, the goal is to be playing your best basketball at the end of the year. Your teams consistently seem to be peaking right at the right time. How do you get to that point where your team's playing their best basketball when it matters the most in the conference tournament and a chance to go to the NCAA? Well, a lot of the, the credit goes to the kids as far as uh, just really their chemistry, their value for each other. This team is uh, as close as any team as we've had. So if you're loving the people that you're around uh, when you're hitting February, you're in a really good place. That's uh, that's number one. You get coaches uh, like we have in our staff that kids are excited to, to see in a February and a, and a uh, March and you know, and then uh, you got to create energy. I think coaches have to be intentional uh, as far as this time of year, how, far, how long your practices are going. Uh, we're starting to taper off. Gave them an extra day off yesterday. You want to make sure they're recharging. You want to make sure that you and your strength coach are having that conversation of what are we doing from a strength uh, training standpoint so we're fresh this time of year as well. Uh, we do a pyramid system, and we're cutting back a lot in those areas so they're fresh, fresh enough to finish that game. Well, Coach, uh, a couple of big ones coming up here against Eastern Washington. Uh, a, a pair of game on Thursday, another one on Saturday. Uh, you, you're going to be hit the road here uh, tomorrow. We've been talking about spending a lot of time on the road here the next couple of weeks in that. Uh, just kind of talk about maybe what the typical week, uh, like you said, cutting back on some of that uh, strength and conditioning. What, uh, what are some areas that you do that maybe look a little bit different in the month of February than what they do at the beginning of the season, the month of November? Yeah, well, one of the reasons why we gave them yesterday off is we were one of the few teams that didn't have a bye um, at this point of year. You know, our bye was last December 1st weekend, so um, we just didn't have the luxury. Like, usually you've got that one opponent uh, where you're just going to have the one game and you can get two days off. So we weren't going to have a stretch, so we had to find a stretch just to get two full days. Uh, for, from a physical standpoint, when you're going six days in a row, uh, that becomes a grind. And uh, so that, that, that was the first thing that we, we look for in our schedule to do. And then our strength coach, uh, uh, kind of by underclassmen, upperclassmen, is, is tapering off. And now it's really a time of maintaining what we do have currently in place from a strength uh, standpoint as we head into the tournament. Uh, and then the, the length of your practices, so to speak. So those are a little bit shorter uh, to the point, and then we get them in and out. 
and then kids are fresh enough to get those extra shots up with their position coaches. What about coach? Uh, finally, to, to get you on, I know you're uh, you were on the selection committee. They selected a new head football coach here at Montana State. How was uh, that process and everything? And I know everyone's excited. I mean, Coach Vegan and everything. Well, I, I know uh, the search committee uh, worked uh, very tirelessly, a whole lot harder than I had to work on the search committee. I am uh, just excited to be a part of it. Uh, just really thankful uh, that we got somebody that's just as, as high a character as Brent is. I think he's going to be fantastic. Uh, really excited to get in the family here, getting rolling. We've got a great thing going right now. We've got full momentum. All we needed was the coach ready to go, and, uh, and we're there. Well, Coach, uh, best of luck here in uh, these two games against Eastern Washington. I appreciate it. Thanks, Zach. That's Coach Trisha Benford here on Cat Chat. We'll be joined by Coach Danny Sprinkle when we return as you're listening to Cat Chat from Learfield IMG College. The Bobcats are proud to present these preferred local partners in the home service industry as members of Bobcat Bill. Bozeman Brokers Real Estate, the local's choice when experience matters. Great floors. Great design begins with great floors. Montana State Athletics encourages our fans to choose these local businesses as they are proud local sponsors and demonstrate what it means to be a Bobcat. We are Bobcat Built. The Gallatin Valley is thriving, and Bozeman is not only a destination for families to live, work, and play, it's also a destination for businesses. The Bozeman Area Chamber of Commerce is a great way to get involved in Bozeman's thriving business community. The Bozeman Chamber Economic Partnerships assist existing businesses through expansion, grows new companies in our community, and attracts fresh opportunities for Gallatin County. Bozeman, our community, a jewel among the Northern Rockies. For more information, go to bozemanchamber.com. Town & Country Foods is a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. As a locally owned company, we believe the benefit of buying local helps support the local economies in southwest Montana. Our stores offer great selections of items you need every day, including organics, specialty foods, fresh meats and produce, along with incredible selections from our bakery and deli departments. Town & Country Foods is 100% employee-owned and serves southwest Montana with six locations. Visit your local Town & Country Foods today. Go Cats! Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. outside the box for your complete branding solutions. Located in Bozeman, Montana, we offer a full print shop for banners, signs, wraps, trade show booths and graphics, promotional products, and much more. If you can think it, we can ink it. We are a proud supporter and corporate sponsor of the MSU Bobcats. Like us on Facebook to see some of our cat wraps. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. and call us at 406-922-6462 or visit us on the web at inkoutside.com. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at MSU Bookstores, you help lower the price of course materials for Montana State students. MSU Bookstore is owned by MSU students and faculty and serves as the only not-for-profit campus bookstore in Montana. Shop online at msubookstore.org, at Bobcat Stadium on game days, or on campus in the Strand Union Building. Remember, Bobcat fans, when you shop at MSU Bookstore, all proceeds from your purchase go directly to lowering the cost of course materials for Montana State students. Bobcat basketball fans meet us every Tuesday at noon at Bridger Brewing for Cat Chat. Enjoy craft beer and pizza while hearing from Coach Sprinkle, Coach Benford, and select assistant coaches and student athletes from both the men's and women's basketball teams. Bridger Brewing, home of the Bobcat Brown Ale, is offering $1 pints to all who come to Cat Chat to show their support for Bobcat basketball. Thorough sanitation measures and all COVID protocols are being followed by the Bridger Brewing staff. 
1450 KMMS, Bozeman, 1340 KPRK Livingston, where Montana talks. Welcome to you back in to Catch Chat here from Bridger Brewing as we're joined with Coach Danny Sprinkle now of the Bobcat men's basketball team. Again, you could join us from Bridger Brewing every Tuesday at noon. And, uh, of course, our program airs on the Bobcat Radio Network later on Tuesday evening. The Montana State men's basketball team, 9-5 and five overall. They sit... Six and two in the conference race right now. Half game out of first place. And uh, a couple of tough ones at Weber State. Coach, you know, we were talking last week, and everyone who uh, who follows Big Sky Basketball knows it's a tough place to play, and it's a team who plays really well at home. Yeah, and it, it's a tough place to play because they got really good players. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not only that, but they just, they're really well coached, and they their top six is as good as anybody in our league. And, in a lot of leagues on the West Coast. You know, they got some big physical guys. You know, we talked about their transfers last week, and uh, they're playing really well together. And I was proud of our team, you know, to play a team of that caliber on the road and to have a chance to win both those games in the last minute. You know, I, I credit our guys for fighting. Uh, it was just too little too late. You know, we needed to get a couple big stops, and we just didn't, you know, and give them credit. They made shots. Yes, they did. Uh, look at the game first on Thursday. It was a, a 96-88 to 88 victory for Weber State over Montana State. Coach, 88 points offensively. I thought it was one of your best offensive productions this year, it seemed like. How did you feel? Yeah, I mean, offensively, you know, we were 13-26 from the three-point line, uh, almost 50% for the game, and we made 21 free throws. You know, usually when you do that, you have a pretty good chance to win the game. Yeah. Uh, defensively, that's another story. Uh, <laughs> that was a hard tape to watch. Uh, you know, we just we didn't really cover for each other like we had been, and and Weber's too good to guard one on one for us right now. And uh, you know, we got better on Saturday, but you know, I was proud of our offensive production, but you know, defensively it was very disappointing. Could specifically on defense, what what happened in that game that you saw when you watched the film that was different than maybe some of the other games that you had played really well defense throughout the season? Yeah, I think a lot of our guys were just, they were too worried about guarding their own man. And it's hard not to do that when they have five really good players that can score on the floor. Yeah. And so they were—they know how dangerous each guy was. And they were just kind of hugging up to their own guy. And it left up it left a lot of open gaps. And, and whoever had the ball, they either drove us or they got open shots. And so, you know, we didn't, we didn't team defend the way we had been this year. And going into that weekend, that's why we were number one in the conference and field goal percent defense and now all of a sudden we're about sixth because of those two games coach what about um you know you, you see a, a game like thursday you got to be able to bounce back that guys have uh, you know a closer game 84 to 72 in the saturday game and i gotta imagine one of the bright spots is post game and i know on friday and and all the way leading up to tip off you preach defense 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 we got to get better on the defensive side yeah. we saw it especially in the first half overall too a much better defensive performance guys guys obviously listened and, and bought into that defensive mindset more so on saturday they did and they they covered for each other you know i mean if somebody got beat there was somebody there to help him now weber's still good enough to where they're going to make some shots and you know when you go back and watch the tape you know the five threes they hit in the first half were all beyond the pro three-point line mm-hmm. and a couple of them were their post guys but that's why i was talking about they got really good players that can do that now not everybody can do that and you know we have to we have to live with them making those tough shots um and we just have to get better but defensively our our energy and our engagement was much better on saturday 
Because she was a Weber State team who last year finished eighth or ninth in the conference, which was quite rare when you look at what they've done over the last couple of seasons. They really went out and got a brand new team. And when you go up and down that roster, the 10 brand new guys, it looked totally different than what we saw last season. Oh, it's a whole different deal. You know, I mean, they got, they've brought in five new starters and all of them are averaging double figures and, and probably all five of them will be all conference players. They're that talented. So, you know, they hit the transfer market hard, the grad transfer market. And, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those deals now where everybody's kind of doing it. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think here is a place that we have to do that. You know, and that's why we have some freshmen that we like coming in. You know, we're going to have to patch in some transfers just to everybody else is kind of staying older. And you can't be too young, you know, because you look right. out on that floor and you see Tyler Patterson and his little 170-pound frame going up against a fifth-year senior that's, his size and 40 pounds heavier, you know, and, uh, you know, someday Tyler's going to be that guy and we got to just keep developing all of our young guys into that. Is that a college basketball thing? Is that a big sky thing? The transfer thing seems to be more relevant now than ever. I mean, it's everywhere. Look at Gonzaga, the number one team in the country. You know, they have probably three transfers a year. And, you know, the one thing at Gonzaga, if out of the 13 scholarship players, if you're number 11, 12 or 13, there's a good chance you're not coming back to Gonzaga the next year because they're bringing new guys in. And, uh, you know, and that's sometimes what you got to do to keep elevating your talent. What about, too, I know one of the areas of emphasis after that first game was you wanted more of a presence down to the paint. They had doubled up your points down to the paint. They got 54 points. Really, especially in the first half, they were kind of lobbing it in there yep. and getting free easy looks. What changed in the second game that uh, you were able to have more of a standstill in, in what was happening in the paint? Yeah, we started we started doubling their post guys, and we kind of did it non-traditionally. You know, most people come from either the ball side elbow and come down and trap, and we came from the baseline. Okay. And we didn't do it the first game because I was really concerned about their three-point shooting where they were making almost 12 a game. Yeah. And I knew if they made 12, it would be really tough to beat them at Weber. And so we took our chances of guarding them one-on-one in the post, and we found out pretty quickly we couldn't do that. And so we had to double them the second game, and our guys did a great job adjusting to that game plan. Coach, we've been talking about Abdul Muhammad at times here on this program and uh, kind of a glue guy. You know, he, he kind of does it all. A, a real great transfer out of North Texas this season for your team who's made an impact right away. We saw it on the offensive side, too. He had a career high, 18 points, uh, made some made some big shots. I mean, he looked really good in that, in that game on Thursday and as he has all season. Yeah, he was tremendous. That was his best game offensively. You know, he's starting to shoot the ball with confidence. We've seen that in practice where – and I've been telling people, like, there's going to be a game where he's going to make four threes. And, uh, you know, glad it came Thursday, but now we need him to do that in a winning uh, cause. But, you know, he, he's getting better and better the more he's playing. And, and uh, you know, he's really asserted himself on his team from an energy standpoint and an activity standpoint. You know, his rebounds and, you know, everything he brings just with his length is something that this team really needed. What about, you know, a lot of notoriety goes – to maybe the big man inside or goes to the point guard at times. But I think we saw over the weekend and, and more so than ever that four position, how important that is, especially, you know, in, in college basketball overall. But when, when Abdul was able to make those three pointers, it just opened the court. It gave Jabril more room to work inside. I mean, that four can really do a lot for a team. It can. And, and I think at the, the low to mid-major level, that's the most critical position. You know, you look at every championship team, and they have a great four-man because it's if they can stretch the floor and make threes, they're even more dangerous. That's why Northern Colorado's been really good the last couple of years. Mm. You know, Weber this year. You know, Dante Bassett. Now he's not 
he plays the four for them. He's the transfer from Florida, but he's about 6'9", 240. Like, he's bigger than Jabril, but he's shooting pro threes and yeah. going to work on the block. And so, you know, it makes it – it's really hard to game plan for a team that has a great four-man. And that's why when Borja and Abdul are playing really well, you know, we're really tough to beat. We were joking after the game. It seemed like Dante Bassett could be playing at the SEC right now. Uh, he transferred in from Florida, obviously, for the fans listening. But, I mean, man, he was a power in that game. Yeah, we couldn't – I mean, they were all powerful that first yeah. game. We, uh, we didn't stop anybody, and that a lot of that was us. Uh, but he is he's, – he's a tremendous player. And, you know, there's a reason he, you know, played minutes in the SEC for three years. Well, Coach, we'll uh, dive into what's coming up here next against Eastern Washington when we return. You've been listening to your to catch up from Learfield IMG College. Our massive mountain peaks, endless blue skies, and wide open spaces. Montana knows big. That's why Mega Millions is perfect for Montanans. Jackpots are always big. Starting at $40 million, jackpots are constantly growing. Plus, Mega Millions is the only big jackpot game that offers secondary prizes as high as $5 million. Play Mega Millions for your chance to win big. Montana Lottery. Winners happen. No matter how far you may go, there's always one just down the road. Down Town of Pump is excited to once again sponsor the Brawl of the Wild Rivalry Series between Montana State and the University of Montana. Look for special Brawl of the Wild promotions throughout the year at your local Town Pump. Hear that? That's the sound of one well-contented dairy cow. How do we know? Well, for one, they're living in one of the best states in the lower 48 for dairy cows. Montana dairy farmers take seriously good care of their cows, keeping them well-fed and exercised, and warm in the winter, shaded in the summer. After all, comfortable cows produce better milk, and more of it. Learn more about Montana dairy at dairygood.org. For over 100 years, Bozeman Health has provided quality health care in southwest Montana. With locations in Bozeman, Belgrade, and Big Sky, no matter who you are, where you are, or what you do, Bozeman Health is always there as your partner in health and wellness. Bozeman Health, proud healthcare provider of Bobcat student-athletes. Visit bozemanhealth.org for more information. Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Check out their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories at their North 7th Avenue location or online at shop.msubobcats.com. Universal Athletic, a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Visit them online at shop.msubobcats.com or come into their store at North 7th Avenue. Go Bobcats! You know Blackfoot Communications for our dedication and commitment to support the communities we serve. Did you also know we're experts at keeping customers and businesses connected to their families and clients? At home, Blackfoot keeps you connected with fast internet, reliable phone, and work-from-home options. For your business, Blackfoot keeps you connected with secure corporate networks, unified communications, and remote workforce solutions. Visit us online at blackfoot.com slash bobcats. Blackfoot Communications is a proud sponsor of Montana State University Sports and the greater Bozeman community. Go Bobcats! We continue along here with Coach Stanley Sprinkle on Catch as the Montana State men's basketball team is 
Nine and five overall. They sit six and two right now in the conference race. A couple of losses last week, but still just a half game out of first place. It's uh, a pair of home games this week, Coach. Uh, nice to be at home. I'm sure it's been 26 days since you've had a home game. Quite a while. It's it's crazy to even think that that you know that we've only played two, you know, Division One home games, and it's you know almost the middle of February, but. Uh, it is what it is, and you know we're excited to be back home. We got three straight at home. You know, have six of our first eight on the road, but you know it'll uh, it'll be good to be back in brick breeding. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Eastern Washington in town. They're obviously a perennial power pick to finish first in the conference race. They almost were kind of uh, forgotten about a little bit at the beginning. They had some COVID issues. Their first couple of Big Sky series were canceled. They were lower on the overall standings just because they didn't have as many games. And they sit right now. Eight and six, seven and two overall at the Big Sky Conference in first place. What's the scouting report look like uh, for Eastern Washington? Yeah, very similar to Weber. You know, they got they got their starting five can all really score. They played together for a long time. Uh, you know, their fours, their big guy might be the best big guy in the league. You know, he's averaging twenty and nine. Uh, he can shoot threes. He can go off the drill. He's a very talented kid, and he's huge. Um, so we, you know, Jabril's got his work cut out there in DK. Uh, and then they surround him with just great shooters, you know. So anytime you slip, they're such a great passing team that if you turn your head for a second, bam, your guy's got it and he's shooting a three. And uh, that's why they're dangerous. You know, they hit 19 threes in a conference game already against Southern Utah this year just to kind of show you how well they shoot it. They're on a five-game win streak right now. They had a close first half last week against Idaho, but then all of a sudden, and this is like Weaver, they shot 60% of the second half, hit nine threes just in the second half alone. I mean, yep. they're one of those teams, obviously, you never feel comfortable, but they can score and they can do so in a hurry. They can. I mean, I think it was a two-point game with 15 minutes to go, and they ended up winning by 26. Yeah. You know, and It shows how explosive they are, and, you know, you can't, you can't take bad shots or have turnovers against a team like Eastern Washington because they will make you pay, and all of a sudden it's two threes and a lead goes from two to eight, you know, and, and, and it's really hard to come back on them because they're so good offensively. Eastern Washington picked to finish first place in the league coming into the season. They also have the league's uh, preseason MVP in Jacob Davidson, MVP of the league, averaging 13 points a game. What impresses you about uh, Davidson? He's really athletic, and he can really score it. You know, he averaged almost 20 a game last year, and uh, he's doing the same this year. Now, what's different is th- this shows how talented they are and a credit to their staff and recruiting. He's coming off the bench now. Hmm. You know, they have the preseason Big Sky Player of the Year coming off the bench. Oh, wow. And uh, a lot of it has to do because, you know, he had an unfortunate foul against Northern Colorado about four games at the end of the game, and he's been coming off the bench ever since. But – you know, they have talent, but he's a he's a tremendous scorer. He's really, really athletic and and uh, and aggressive. You know, I mean, he's he's hunting his shot all the time. They're a team, too, when you look at their box score, Coach. They run deep. Eleven guys they ran in that yep. game on Saturday. I mean, they, they, for the most part, run fairly deep into that lineup. They do, and the guys they bring off the bench are all, you know, athletic guys that can shoot the basketball. And, uh, you know, their style, you know, they've been running it basically since Hayford got there. You know, the, you know he was the coach before Shantae. Uh, but they really space you out, and they got five shooters on the floor pretty much at all times. So you can't really help from anywhere, and you have to do a great job of guarding your individual matchup. Coach, uh, a couple of tough ones last week. Eastern Washington now, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. You're in the heart of the schedule right now in the 
most difficult part, I would say, when you look on paper, at least looking, uh, how do you make sure that your team continues to improve and peaks at the right time, right around March, right around the conference tournament? Obviously, everyone wants to be playing their best basketball at that time. But as a coach, how do you help your team put them in a position to be continuing to get better and to get to that peak point towards towards March? You know, I think you got you to gotta continue coaching them by film, you know, and showing them, you know, with factual information like, hey, this – this is where we're breaking down. This is what we need to get better at. Offensively, you know, this might be why we're stagnant. You know, we're not moving the ball. When certain guys catch it, it's sticking. You know, you have to catch it, move it. When you get it back, that's a good time to drive. And so, you know, the more film they see and the more games we play, you know, the more comfortable and the more roles still get defined. And, uh, you know, even last week we lost two games, but we played better in those two games than we did at Northern Arizona. Yeah. You know, now the outcomes were totally different, but – we played better uh, offensively. Now, not no, not necessarily defensively, but you know there there was a lot of things that we did better, and we you know we got to continue to show our guys even in losses things we did better and things we got to get better at. Coach, you get back from Weber State uh, on Saturday, Sunday, the Super Bowl. Did you watch it at all? I watched a little bit of it. I was my mind was elsewhere though. I was still watching some Eastern Washington film, <laughs> trying to get ready for them for practice on Monday. But it was uh, it wasn't very pretty. Uh, I know that. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of defense on one side of the ball either in, yep. uh, in that one. This week, uh, what's this week look like for the guys? You know, we've had a couple good days of practice. We just finished one a couple minutes ago. And, and uh, you know, tomorrow we'll get them off their legs a little more and just kind of shoot and do some skill stuff and walk through Eastern Washington. And then we got an early game. We play at 5 o'clock on Thursday and then noon on Saturday. So kind of get ready. And, and uh, you know, we got we got to find a way to, to get a win. You know, we got to, you know, I'm tired of playing kind of these top teams close. You know, it's not good enough. And, we, you know, we got we to gotta fight through it and, and beat some of these teams. And Eastern Washington's had Montana State's number for quite a few years now, and, and uh, we got to come ready to go. I know after the game on Thursday, you weren't obviously pleased with the defense you talked about, but uh, you said we got to go to zone a little bit more. I want to see some more zone. We saw some zone in that game on Saturday. And uh, it seems like at times, you know, we, we've seen really good spurts in that zone defense that has really shut down teams at times. It, it has, you know, our one three one, and it's it's difficult because you have to make shots against it, and you're not making shots out of your regular offense. And we needed to change the tempo with Weber. I wish I probably would have gone to it a little bit earlier on Thursday night, because uh, when we went to it, we ended up that was the first time we kind of got some stops all night, and uh, you know, but it's. It scares you doing it when they got five guys that can shoot it because there's going to be some gaps and they're going to get open shots. But, uh, you know, they missed some open shots too, which we got lucky, but that's what happens. And uh, we got to continue to get better at because even though we got some stops, we still had some breakdowns in it and guys were a little bit out of position. And, and so we've been practicing it, you know, this week. And, you know, who knows if you use it against Eastern, but, you know, it's got to be something that we have to change pace with. Is that one of the the most difficult areas to coach and to learn as a player? It seems like I know you guys spend a lot of time on it. There's a lot of mentally that goes into it. As soon as you think you're in the right position, you're in the wrong position. In a zone defense, there seems like there's a million things going on at once. It seems like it's one of the more difficult areas of the college game. It is, and especially the one through one because you got to play with great energy because you got to cover you got to cover a lot more space and you got to fly around and you got to, you know, have your hands up and cover for each other too. And, uh, you know, all it takes is one guy to not be playing hard and the whole thing breaks down and they get an open shot. And so you got to make sure we have the right group on the floor doing it. Uh, but they, you know, we've, we've adjusted and like our guys, they kind of, they kind of feed off it when we get into it. It's almost kind of like a change for them. Like, okay, look, you know, mm-hmm. 
now it's time to go. And uh, so it, it, even last year's team, you know, it helped us beat Weber twice last year. We couldn't stop them last year offensively either. But uh, so we got to, you know, we'll, we'll keep getting better at it. And hopefully in the tournament, it helps us too. Jabril got into a little bit of foul trouble in uh, those two games at times a little bit later on in that second game. What did you think of his play over the weekend? He, he was solid. You know, I thought, uh, you know, like you said, he, he got into foul trouble, which hurt us. And it, it hurts our team when he does it. And, uh, you know, the one game, you know, it wasn't the referee's fault. Like, it was, it was his fault. And he knows that. He was undisciplined. He jumped for pump fakes, and they got fouls on him. And that's what teams are going to do. And, you know, he's got to understand teams are game planning to get him out of the game. You know, that's part of their game plan. They're going to throw the ball down there and go at him and try to make him foul. And he's got to get better defensively and being more disciplined and knowing that and not fouling because we need him on the floor to be the best team we can be. Feels like, too, uh, especially the last couple of weekends, you know, Jabriel, obviously one of the starters, one of the top big men in the conference. But I've been really impressed, too, with Devin Kirby coming in and, and not skipping a beat. He's played a lot of minutes because of some of those foul troubles. It seems like he's, uh, he's done a really nice job. Obviously, one of the senior veterans of this group. But uh, has done a good job of coming in a different body type than Jabriel, obviously, yep. but uh, plays a little bit different, too. He does, you know, and he, uh, you know, he's done a good job defensively. And, uh, you know, and that's what we need. We need him to, use, to be 6'11 and long, you know, continue to rebound and block some shots. And, uh, you know, but he's done a good job. He's got great energy. And he's our, he, when he's in there, he's our most vocal guy defensively. And so he kind of helps everybody else out. Coach, what about, too, as Coach Binford about this, I know you put your congratulations um, out on Twitter as well. They, then the new head football coach, uh, Coach Brent Vegan, uh, and I know you congratulate on Twitter and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super excited to work with him. You know, uh, met him really quick uh, for a breakfast, and, I mean, he was – he's our type of guy. You know, I mean, he's, he's humble. He's, he's got an edge to him. And, you know, I'm really excited to watch him, you know, offensively. You know, you just – you see all these things and you research him and – you know, offensively, you know, he's just kind of a genius. And, you know, the way the look at some of the quarterbacks he's worked with, Carson Wentz and Josh Allen, you know, and, and he, it's not like he was doing it at Alabama. Like he did it at Wyoming and North Dakota State. And so yeah. him, for him to recruit those guys and then develop them, you know, was really impressive. No kidding. The Montana State uh, men's basketball team, 9-5 and five overall, 6-2 and two in uh, the Big Sky Conference right now. And a uh, couple of – I believe there was one game canceled last week. It seems like they got a little bit more – I guess, yeah, one game was canceled last week. They're getting a little bit more. I mean, each week it's obviously just fingers crossed in that. But uh, all of a sudden it seems like we get all the games in and then there's a week where three games are canceled. And yep. that, I mean, it's just who knows each week. Yeah, you know, you just – I don't even worry about the other games in league. I just worry about the games that we're supposed to play. So hopefully Eastern's good this week. Hopefully we're good this week and and uh, rock and roll at five o'clock on Thursday and let the league. Hey, if the rest of the league takes a week off, hey, that it does. But as long as we're playing Thursday at five, there you go. Five o'clock on Thursday and then a noon tip off on Saturday for the Montana State men's basketball team against Eastern Washington, who's eight and six overall, seven and two in the Big Sky. Best of luck, and uh, we'll talk to you again uh, on Thursday, Coach. You got it. Thanks. Go Cats. That's Coach Danny Sprinkle, the Montana State men's basketball team, in action. And we'll be back to wrap it up as you're listening to Cat Chat from Learfield IMG College. 
Town & Country Foods is a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. As a locally owned company, we believe the benefit of buying local helps support the local economies in southwest Montana. Our stores offer great selections of items you need every day, including organics, specialty foods, fresh meats and produce, along with incredible selections from our bakery and deli departments. Town & Country Foods is 100% employee-owned and serves southwest Montana with six locations. Visit your local Town & Country Foods today. Go Cats! Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. outside the box for your complete branding solutions. Located in Bozeman, Montana, we offer a full print shop for banners, signs, wraps, trade show booths and graphics, promotional products, and much more. If you can think it, we can ink it. We are a proud supporter and corporate sponsor of the MSU Bobcats. Like us on Facebook to see some of our cat wraps. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. and call us at 406-922-6462 or visit us on the web at inkoutside.com. Bobcat basketball fans, meet us every Tuesday at noon at Bridger Brewing for Cat Chat. Enjoy craft beer and pizza while hearing from Coach Sprinkle, Coach Binford, and select assistant coaches and student-athletes from both the men's and women's basketball teams. Bridger Brewing, home of the Bobcat Brown Ale, is offering $1 pints to all who come to Cat Chat to show their support for Bobcat basketball. Thorough sanitation measures and all COVID protocols are being followed by the Bridger Brewing staff. When garage door issues happen, don't just call anybody. Call the pros at DoorTech. Our family-owned and operated business is celebrating 25 years in the Gallatin Valley. We install and service residential, commercial, and custom overhead doors and operators. With factory trained and certified technicians, we're committed to quality, value, and long-term relationships. Call us at 582-1623 and let us help you with a solution to all your garage door needs. DoorTech is raising the door on quality. Your region's only premier authorized Rainer dealer. This year is unlike any we've encountered before, but your safety is still our priority at Northwestern Energy. So, if you're planning on excavating or digging, please have all underground utility lines marked two days before and avoid approaching the crew member doing this work. Once your project begins, stay at least 18 inches away from the markers to prevent any personal harm. To make your locate request and get additional tips on how to stay safe, visit northwesternenergy.com 811. Not all sounds are calming to the soul. Ambient Air Solutions, how can we help you? Yeah, I keep I keep hearing this buzzing noise. Ambient Air Solutions, how can we help you? Hi, my furnace is making a whoop 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 sound. Ambient Air Solutions, how can we help you? Um, my furnace needs an exorcism. It sounds like For those sounds that are not coming to your soul, Ambient Air Solutions is here for you 24-7 to replace the unsettling noises so you can get back to the peace of mind you deserve. all up here on cat chat i thank so much to everyone for joining us inside uh, bridger brewing you can do so at noon each and every tuesday and then of course the program airs later on throughout the week you can also join us at ribbon chop house tonight we uh, have the bobcat insider television show that is recorded each tuesday night uh tonight coach trisha binford uh as well as coach danny sprinkle and athletic director leon costello is going to join us to talk about some of the exciting news too that's going on around bobcat athletics could join us again at ribbon chop house where the program airs on thursday and throughout the week on abc fox uh like coach sprinkle said no games canceled right now uh 
in the big sky, but uh, it, it is going to be an interesting week. Idaho, Idaho State have each other uh, in those two contests on the men's and women's side. The men, Idaho State's going to be hosting. And then Montana and Weber State. Montana had a, a last-second shot that uh, gave them a, a nice win against Portland State. They did a, a nice job at uh, sending it to overtime and then getting the win. They're now 8-9 and nine overall, Montana, and they're hosting Weber State. Weber State's 11-4 right now, and they uh, we saw last weekend they're one of the top teams right now with the Big Sky Conference. The Montana State men are uh, just a half game out of first place right now, a little bit behind Eastern Washington, so a big opportunity to be able to jump up uh, here this week with uh, a couple of games coming against Eastern Washington. Like we've been talking about throughout the program, it's going to be for the men a 5 o'clock tip on Thursday. That you'll be able to watch both this week. Then uh, the women will go ahead and tip off at 7 o'clock. Both those games are going to be at noon then on Saturday, so that both teams are able to uh, get back home and uh, get on with the next following week. The men have not been home for 26 days, so it's going to be a nice opportunity for them uh, to be able to get home. Not only have they not been home for 26 days, but remember in the beginning of January, we're supposed to be two home games that ended up getting canceled. So uh, that's another two home games that, uh, unfortunately, the Montana State men team uh, were, were axed from the schedule. It's always tough when those are home ones that end up not working out at the COVID time. And unfortunately, three of the four that haven't worked out have been that way. So a uh, couple of good ones on either side. Again, you can listen. We'll start up with pregame coverage at 4.30 on Saturday. And uh, then again at 11.30 or 4.30, sorry, on Thursday. And then 11.30 on Saturday. That's going to do it. Our thanks to Coach Trisha Binford and Coach Danny Sprinkle for joining us. I'm Zach Mackey. As you've been listening to Catch On from Learfield IMG College. You've been listening to Cat Chat with Danny Sprinkle and Trisha Benford. Brought to you by Bridger Brewing, the official home of basketball Cat Chat. Case IH. Get in the red zone with Case IH. Visit caseih.com slash bobcats. State Farm. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Montana State University. Mountains and Mines. Town Pump Food Stores. Proud sponsor of the Brawl of the Wild Series. And by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Bobcat Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.